Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Monday, June 22nd, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5. Those of you on the Twitter, on the Facebook, and on the YouTube can see just the gorgeous visage of Steve Wiltfong making his triumphant return to the sound waves, to the video waves of the BM5. He helped build this product. He was a Thursday staple for how many years? Five, six years. Moved on to bigger and better things in the network. As you can see from the way he's dressed today, this is one sharp cat. He's already made national appearances this morning. He's coming back to kind of a more collared shirt approach like me here today for the BM5. Steve, it's great to have you back. Man, good morning, Daniel. First of all, sending great weather down I-70 through Dayton, all the way to Columbus for y'all. Beautiful sunny morning here in the suburbs of Indianapolis. I'm glowing because I just won another Father's Day. My wife told me I finished number one. I I heard about that. Yeah, so number one father again. I'm not sure where the rest of y'all checked in. but You got a streak going there. I would imagine most of you guys uh, did well on the scoreboard as well. So congrats to you. Uh, Maybe next year you'll have the, the number one coffee mug. Um, but, uh, all is good on my end. Uh, but not, I am never doing as well as the Buckeyes are doing on the recruiting trail. Uh, exciting times ahead for Ryan day and company, a class that's already ranked number eight nationally. So a terrific foundation and they're just getting started. Yeah. So this coming weekend is actually going to be, and I say this every time this actually is, I think factual since the pandemic began. This coming weekend is going to be the biggest recruiting weekend at Ohio State just for attendance. But we are not without celebration before that, hopefully. Today at 1 p.m., Carnell Tate, who is up there for most discussed prospect for a long period of time where we really didn't know what was going to happen. There was one brave soul who crystal balled him to Ohio State long ago. And when... Things got very creamsicle flavored and there was an orange tint to the recruitment. Some stayed true to their original pick. Please tell us what's going down at 1 p.m. today and what you expect to happen with Carnell Tate. Yeah, five-star receiver Carnell Tate announcing his college decision um, later this afternoon. And I I, I wouldn't, you know, I crystal balled Ohio State last June for him, June 8th. 
that doesn't mean I felt great about the pick for a full year. I think Tennessee certainly has given him a lot to think about. I think there was some times where Notre Dame was was very interesting, but I think Ohio State through it all has been the program that has done the best job with Carnell, shown him uh, the best place to to develop uh, on the field, to be around like-minded guys in the locker room, and, and to have the college experience that he's looking for. And so uh, his, his college decision will be made later today. And you know, my crystal ball is on the Buckeyes for Carnell Tate as they begin to start rocking and rolling at the receiver position. I got a chance to see Bryson Rogers uh, in Las Vegas last week at that overtime OT7 event. And he was terrific. You know, he had a great junior year, had an outstanding uh, event there. And he's certainly a guy that we need to reassess his ranking. And then Brandon Innes, I talked to Brandon Innes yesterday, five-star receiver coming off his official visit. He was also at the overtime OT7 event. So was Carnell Tate. And uh, I absolutely love uh, where Ohio State stands with with Brandon Innes. You know, he he uh, he said something here as I kind of scroll the site uh, on his official visit. You know, he said he obviously said it was amazing, um, but said the family atmosphere is like no other, um, and uh, it really doesn't compare to other schools. And so I think that's in line with Carnell Tate too. And uh, there's some other schools with some great products out there. Uh, great offenses, maybe some great track records of player development, but I think the combination of it all at Ohio State has the Buckeyes in great position. I want you to ultimately get to Noah Rogers as well, but I'm curious with Carnell Tate, um, and not as much in as much of the talk has been about NIL. What role do you think that ultimately played in the whole recruitment? I think Carnell Tate wants to play football at the highest level and be the best player he can be. And so I think that uh, that is the most important factor in his decision, uh, going to a place that's going to continue to mold him and keep him on the trajectory he's on, which is ultimately he has all the ability to hear his name called early in the NFL draft. And so I think that he is lurking. He is making a long term or he took a long term approach to his college decision. And uh, I think that when you're talking about NIL, I mean, Ohio State they can sit at the big boy table in that arena as well. You know, now um, when do you get your NIL bag differs from place to place. But I think that at Ohio state, you look at their starters, you look at their key players, you know, they have a lot of uh, ammunition to point to and say, well, this is what a frontline Ohio state player is capable of earning uh, while competing at Ohio State. And so that's an arena that Ohio State can be incredibly competitive in. So, um, but, but again, for Carnell Tate and for, for his college decision, certainly it's a relevant topic because he is a name that moves the needle in the NIL arena. But I think that the most relevant topics are player development, becoming the best player he can be, being at a school that makes him the most comfortable, being around guys that he enjoys being around, having a great college experience, developing as a player, and and, and beyond it, it, were the most important factors. Yeah, this is just my opinion. I think a lot of these decisions were made on draft day when the wide receivers went, I think, 10, 11, 12. It was just the final piece of the puzzle. And then the fact that if you look at any draft projection for next year, I had a draft guy tell me that their their group of uh, film guys reviewed everybody and did their their initial mock draft. These are NFL guys, and Smith Najibba was number two overall. So, 
That is the number one goal for every guy going to a school like Ohio State. It is to be a pro, and they're going to handle that. Let's and dive James down. Jamison Williams was developed at Ohio State too now. Correct. Exactly. I mean, now, that was number 12. All right. I mean, Alabama put the whipped cream on top, and they're obviously their program, you know, they're true. They make good whipped cream. I mean, they, I mean, they develop receivers as well as anybody too. Now you can point to the league and, and, and point to their guys, but Jamison Williams spent the majority of his college career at Ohio state, you know? So um, he's also an Ohio state guy developed, developed at Ohio state. He was more developed at Ohio state than Joe Burrow was probably. And that's a subject for a long summer debate when we have nothing else to talk about. Not today. Talk a little bit more about Brandon Ennis, though. Um, it seemed like at one point Tate was more of a favorite and Ennis was more of a long shot. And then I feel like down the stretch here, I'm more, I was more confident in Ennis down the stretch. Nobody dealt with these guys more. One of the things that kind of got me going was your interview with Ennis down there. He seemed very into Ohio State. What is it? Why, how are they going to be able to get two guys who had to share – targets on the South Florida Express to be willing to share targets again? Well, again, I think you look at Ohio State. It's a place – Ohio State's a place. It's one of the few programs where you bet on yourself. Right. And if you get there and you get into the starting lineup and you're an impact guy, chances are you're going to get an ch- opportunity to play football for a lot of money beyond. Sure. Quarterback, running back, receiver – tight end offense there it's an, defensive it's, end it's an nfl factory it is at, at ohio state right now but kids are also having a great experience there yeah. like that's not football is obviously incredibly important and there's a swagger about the football program at ohio state with winning at a high level and playing major or playing in the nfl but it's not the only thing that like defines the football players at Ohio state. And they got a lot of other things going on um, for them. Brandon Innes fits that to a T. I mean, he is one of the more mature young men in the class. And he was maybe the first recruit in this class to blow up nationally. I mean, I knew who he was in eighth grade. Very rare. Do I know who an eighth grader is? I knew who Brandon Innes was. I remember Brett Getz at the South Florida express gushing over him years ago saying he was the next one and he was absolutely right but one of the things that makes brandon Innes special i mean first of all he's a, he's physical he's one of the more physical receivers in the country more physically impressive powerful receivers uh with terrific hands a smooth route runner um but he, the way he is wired i mean he's wired like a champion and if you watch his high school stuff, he plays anywhere on the field. They ask him that he is nowhere close to a diva. He is a football player that plays receiver and plays it at a high level. And I've heard comparisons to Jarvis Landry for him uh, um, in, in the way he plays the game. And, and so, but his the way he's, he's made up, uh, I, I just think fits in with Ohio State as much as anybody uh, out there that they're recruiting. And, and and so with all of that, with his comments about the visits and, you know, again, the Ohio State's track record, they're in, they're in great, they're in great shape for Brandon Ennis. Ennis actually had to play quarterback last year for some portion of time. Whatever you need, man. You want him to rush a passer. You want him to play Mike backer. I mean, you want him to fill an alley at safety. You want him to run the ball. Anything you need. Brandon Innes just likes putting on some pads and playing football. Teammate of uh, future Buckeye Mark Fletcher as well. So he spent some of last year handing him the ball. 
Let's let's finish the receiver talk here with Noah Rogers. Kind of a less heralded prospect. Like you said, you knew of Ennis in eighth grade. I don't think many of us heard about Rogers until a little bit more recently. A North Carolina kid who really likes North Carolina State. What sticks out to me is uh, some someone told Bill Curlick that they've recruited that area for a while, and he's the best player they've seen down there. How do you think it's going to end up with Noah Rogers? It almost is feeling gluttonous at this point. Oh, well, less heralded in being a top 50 prospect, the number one recruit in North Carolina. That's where you're at. Top 10 in his position. I mean, Ohio State loves him. I mean, everyone loves him. I mean, he is explosive. He was at that overtime OT7 event as well. And he was uh, he scored a lot of deep touchdowns in that setting. And, uh, you know, he's running a go route and you still can't stop him. I mean, his release is, you know, off the charts. He's extremely twitchy, a very confident wide out um, and a guy that uh, brings some different traits to the field than, than Tate Ninnis. Um, but he is uh, a guy that Ohio State loves, covets. And there at one point, no question in my mind, the absolute leader for him after he visited in the spring. And uh, he was supposed to be there this weekend. There were some issues getting him, a, getting him a flight or whatever. I don't know all those logistics. So when that didn't look like it was going to work out, he popped over to NC State. He was supposed to be at NC State midweek. Now he's on NC State's campus. Well, then the flight does get arranged. And he has to, I think he was going to have to ride up to Baltimore or something. And it was a go. But then it wasn't a go. It's not like it was convenient, you know, at that point. And so I think he's expected to be at Ohio State this week. I know he loves the Buckeyes. He obviously really likes NC State, North Carolina. Those are the three teams left in it. Um, I just, uh, you know, I thought that Ohio State would finish with Tate, Ennis, and Rodgers. They still very well could. But they could also finish with the Rico Flores in there as well. Now, he's a guy that Ohio State's coveted the whole time. But I think when guys are heavy leans, you, you, you are, uh, um, you're loyal to that. And so with that, you, 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 Rico then moves to a different spot. But now that there's, you know, maybe Noah Rogers is a more fluid deal that Rico comes back into the picture. And then if you're in Notre Dame and in South Bend, that's a guy that they covet. Um, now you got your hands full with Ohio State perhaps later this month. The theme there being Ohio State wins in the end regardless, which is a wonderful theme. First on Carnell Tate, before we go any further, our number one viewer, Sue Zabo, wants to know, is he doing it on CBS Sports or just dropping a video at 1 p.m. Eastern? Uh, yeah, he's just – He's just putting it out there. He's not rocking with us on that. That's a guy who's been recruited for so long. He's probably got multiple allegiances. He did do a video. I know that. So that'll be out there. Uh, He he did a video and already shouted out at the producers and guys that helped him with it. And so I'm excited to see it, you know, and then obviously he he was uh, the first prospect in Illinois to blow up nationally in this class. And, you know, a lot of the best programs in the country took their swings and you got Ohio State and Tennessee here at the end. I know he included Notre Dame and I think Georgia in his final four, but Buckeyes are Vols here uh, on decision day. And my pick is with OSU. For those of you listening to the podcast, we are going to take a quick break and then come back and hammer out some more high quality info. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. Quarterback has also been interesting, and I enjoyed a recent episode of Wolf Fong's Whip Around, where I got to hear about Austin Novosad. It's actually progressed a little bit since then with some movement on his part. Can you bring us up to speed on Austin Novosad? Maybe introduce him to those who don't know him too well and talk about the decision he's facing. Yeah, so he's been committed to Baylor since last December and uh, returned to Baylor's campus. He returned to Baylor's campus this weekend, and uh, um, I actually forgot to tweet that story out because I talked to him last night. And, uh, Hmm. um, you know, Baylor, they got a lot going on He's a Texas kid, is he not? He's from Dripping Springs High down there where he threw for almost 3,400 yards and and 40 touchdowns. And he's the jewel of a Baylor class that ranks number 16 nationally. They're coming off a Big 12 title and and, and playing in a New Year's Six Bowl. Dave Aranda, there's no better haircut in college football than what Dave Aranda's rocking down there in Waco. So there's all kinds of just juice at Baylor right now. And Austin Novosad you know, has, has been excited about a future at Baylor for a while, but then Ohio State comes into the picture. They bring him up to camp. He he earns his offer in camp. He's really building a good report with Corey Dennis. Ryan Day's offense is terrific. Ohio State's going to have another first-rounder, uh, if not the number one overall pick in this next NFL draft. So, again, Ohio State – is a place that in, in Austin, Novosad's a confident kid. Saw him at the All-America Bowl Combine, uh, uh, was terrific there in January. Um, throws the football well, uh, a pro- productive passer as a junior. He obviously came up to camp without an offer, so he wanted to earn it. Yeah, and, 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 and he did earn it. And then they comes back quickly and has an official visit. And, uh, you know, Ohio State's a place where you bet on yourself. You come in there and you certainly at that position start right now. You, you can you're gonna be a first round draft reservation pick. for the first round. Yep. You know, you're going to have be much better dressed than you or I right now on this show. Well, me. Uh, and and uh, um, really good. You know, hear your name called early. So I think not Ohio State's track record is fast connection with Corey Dennis. I mean, I think he's really excited about it. Baylor, you know, also exciting. He told me he's going to take some time and, and, and think about it. I would have told you going into the week, I, I like the way it's trending for Ohio State, but that doesn't mean he's going to be in Ohio State's class. But look, camp, visit, uh, camping without an offer, visiting twice. You know, they're, Ohio State, the arrow is up. Will it get to the finish line? That I don't know the answer to as of 8.50 in the morning. Damn, this is early. We never recorded this early. Uh, Daniel, when I was making Thursday appearances. Well, that was because of you. We moved it up once you boogied and we had to stop paying your uh, tariff. My seven-year-old was trying to get me to laugh earlier, but I stunned him. I'm a professional over here, man. Steve just spent his first weekend paying for hotel rooms in a foreign uh, 
foreign locale for his kids pursuit of uh, major league baseball fame. And um, that's going to be a constant. So he's probably gonna have to make a few more appearances here to pay that off. All right. One guy I want to talk about before we move on and take some questions from the people here is the reason Austin Novosad is a more interesting recruitment than others is because Ohio state has such a high quality quarterback committed for 2024. And that is Dylan Rayola. Nobody was better on this recruitment than you. I believe they waited until you got into Arizona to actually make the call. It was a brilliant move for Ohio state. Talk a little bit about Rayola, what you know about him. Um, He's certainly an impressive dude. I'll tell you one thing that stands out to me. Most of the guys who are quarterbacks and dads played in the NFL, their dads were quarterbacks. This dude's dad was a center, and he is built like a big dude. I mean, he is bigger than C.J. Stroud right now when you see them standing next to each other in terms of, I'm not sure he may be quite as tall or he's tall, but he's thicker. Um, He's almost like a future Big Ben type. What did Ohio State get in Dylan Rayola? Well, they got a very mature kid. I mean, he obviously has been around the game of football at the highest level his whole entire life. His dad is in the Hall of Fame at Nebraska. They retired his number at Nebraska, I believe. Oh, yeah. It's hard to retire a college jersey because you only have 99 numbers. You can't yeah. just He's big time. You just can't take one off the shelf and say, we're not using this one anymore because now you only have 98 numbers, right? And, Especially uh, for an offensive lineman. All right. So he won the Remington Award, a two-time All-American, and then he played 14 years with the Detroit Lions. And uh, you talk to some people that played with him, and they say he's the smartest football player that they ever played with. You know, So high football IQ runs in the family. Then just the family itself is incredibly athletic. His mom played water polo. Um, and uh, uh, swam at Hawaii. I may have butchered that a little bit. No, it's like he's from – Rayola is a Hawaii native. Yeah, both his parents are from Hawaii. His older sister plays volleyball at TCU, so she's legit. Um, And then he's got a younger brother that looks like he's going to be something and something, you know. Uh, They're they're also good at baseball over there at the Rayola household. Uh, But Dylan's incredibly mature, loves playing football, uh, and actually – didn't you know he's a young man that he he willed himself in the quarterback like most of his life he had to play other positions because he was big and tight end his dad was an o-lineman so he played on the line he was a pass rusher and he wanted to be a quarterback the whole time and almost to the point where he was getting into the high getting close to high school and was going to just give it up and focus on baseball and john kitna who played with his dad um was you know, working for the Dallas Cowboys at the time, but was visiting them in Arizona um, where they lived. Uh, Dylan and John were just throwing at a family dinner. And Kitna said, look, man, if you want to play quarterback, don't let anybody take that away from you. And uh, kind of how life comes together, um, Kitna ended up getting a high school job in Burleson, Texas as the head coach. And his older sister at the same time opts to play volleyball at TCU. So the family makes the decision to go be closer to her and Dylan can play for Kitna. So now all of a sudden he's getting his first real opportunity to play quarterback as a freshman, played on the freshman team, and then played varsity for Kitna as a sophomore and had a terrific year. 
and now they're back in Arizona, closer to grandparents and, and, and stuff. The older girls, she's all settled in in college and stuff. So they're back in Arizona where they're comfortable, great golf, you know, all kinds of things for, for Dominic, the dad, yeah, but for the dad, but, but I mean, the kids, you know, he can make any throw you ask. He's extremely powerful. He's a great kid, loves football, lives on the chalkboard, um, inc incredibly competitive, but also just a really good teammate. Uh, went to one of his practices out there and he's already, he assumed leadership role right away. Just an engaging guy that people like to be around. And, uh, you know, regarding his college decision, he wanted to go somewhere where he has a chance to be the best version of himself around like-minded people. And again, that's Ohio State. Georgia led early in the process. Georgia identified him early, visited several times. Uh, but Ohio State visited last fall, came back a couple times in the spring. And he'll be there again this week. Uh, he's going to work out at camp. He wants to get coached up by Corey Dennis and Ryan Day. You know, he's not just going to be standing on the sideline being in photos of, of the recruiting websites there. He's going to be out there working. He's there to get better. And so... I love Dylan Rayola. He's our number one player in the country. Um, there's a lot of talented guys. Um, Ohio State really recruited Jaden Davis. He had a committable offer. Uh, but Dylan Rayola is the guy that jumped on it, and he's in the fold. He's a tremendous recruiter for the class, too. I can't think of anyone better at an earlier spot. And you can tell if you just get on the Twitter that he is uh, he is pot committed. There's a question here that I, I want to ask about a certain guy, but Sue Zabo is going to help me out. Do we land a top running back in this class other than Fletcher? What's the latest with Justice Haynes? Well, dang. First of all, you got a top running back in the exactly. class. Exactly. That's why I did two rapid fire there. Right. She caught herself. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, they've been in it for Justice Haynes the whole time. You know, they've been near the top of his list, been near the top of Richard Young's list. Um, but, I, I mean, it's hard to predict Justice Haynes to be in Ohio State's class. I mean, certainly he likes them. He's given them every opportunity, um, but uh, you know, until someone tells me otherwise, I kind of like Georgia, right? You know, sure. So we'll see. But Mark Fletcher, you know, he's a powerful back. Uh, again, another kid that I think is wired right. I mean, he's an impressive young man. Um, does a lot on Fridays as well, um, and, and and just a physically impressive dude. He's going to walk in physically ready to go. Smoothie in the other room, Benjamin. Uh, I need it. I really need it. If I did, uh, I, I had the HQ appearance beforehand. We talked a little Carnell Tate on there, um, but I was on a baseball road trip with just me and my son, so uh, not a lot of nutrients were consumed over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I need some cucumber and spinach and 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 uh, uh, all kinds of stuff that's that's in that that smoothie there that my wife puts together for for me. Life on the road with a child under 10 for a sporting event. Uh, you will develop an appreciation for fast food establishments, caffeine, all that stuff. Uh, next rankings are updated. Well, like, let me read that one out loud for the podcasters. From Yakov22, Steve, when rankings are next updated, rankings are next updated, excuse me. Do you see Bryson Rogers moving way up the list? Uh, July and yes, I, I mean, I don't know way. I just know up he's moving sure. up. I'm not making any promises on the exact, uh, fall, but I mean, yes. Then did, did we already, 
No, he, he's, he's, he's ready for his big jump. No question. You can tell for a guy like yeah, that. Okay, you've had so we, we just bumped him. We just gave yeah. him a fourth star. Um, so that's already happened. Uh, from there, I'm not exactly sure where it's going to go. I, I was When this show started, I was living in a world that he was still a three-star with us, but then I recalled that we did bump him. Jason Williams, can we lock down Caleb Downs or Popo at linebacker from Georgia? Caleb Downs, Certainly. in terms of the modern game and his lineage, may be my favorite safety prospect we've talked about here in some time. Ohio State has a great shot at Caleb Downs. An outstanding shot. Um, Coach Perry Eliano uh, is uh, – he is one of the best recruiters in the country. And part of that, again, is because of his track record of developing players. I mean, look at uh, the success that Cincinnati had. He had a lot to do with that. Um, and uh, um, in addition to that, he's just a great man um, and a guy that people can really – sometimes you have recruiters that are more like your older brother, and then you have recruiters that are like another father figure – that is Perry right there. Perry's a grown man, you know, that yeah. has lived life, has good experience, good perspective. And so in addition to being a really good football coach, he's just the, uh, the kind of guy that parents look at and say, I can send my kid up here and he'll be around a mature human here uh, that can also coach him up on the field. And so, I mean, what a, what a great addition to Ohio State staff as they had some turnover following the season. I find Justice Haynes to be incredible for a few reasons. One, I love, I told you, my thing now is I want all NFL players, kids, and his dad played running back for the uh, Giants. But also, he is a left-handed pitcher that throws in the 90s. How many left-handed pitchers throw in the 90s? I bet he's a threat to steal bases, too, if he's a running back. That's not a common, um, you know, confluence of skills. So, truly incredible. Left-handed pitchers are actually more valuable than running backs. I hate to tell everybody that. Caleb Downs' dad played in the NFL, too. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Gary Downs. Oh, Caleb Downs, you're right. I said Gary Downs and you Haynes. Is no, I mixed them up. They both no, Both their dads were running backs. Yeah. Ron Haynes was Justice's guy. He played for the Steelers. Yeah. Gary Downs played for the uh, Giants. By the way, both their sons better than them, I, I might mention. Uh, we, we, are, we would be remiss if we didn't get a question in here that, did not take a shot up top. Dante Moore, quarterback, uh, best quarterback in the state of Michigan, one of the best in the Midwest. Will he be a Michigan Wolverine or not? Is it Notre Dame that's knocking on the door there? I mean, I like Notre Dame for a long time for Dante Moore. I like the way it's trending for Oregon right now. LSU's in there. He was at Texas A&M this past weekend. I don't have any new intel um, from uh, that. So, you know, I don't. I don't have him at Michigan right now, but it's recruiting. So who knows? All right. Last one. We're going to rehash here because people didn't get this one earlier. No Rogers. We talked a little bit earlier, but uh, one of the guys who's kind of lurking, as you mentioned is Rico Flores. Do you believe if no Rogers commits to North Carolina, North Carolina state, which by the way, I got to see to believe if someone's going to choose Ohio, uh, North Carolina, North Carolina state over Ohio state at receiver, they must really love North Carolina barbecue or something. Um, do you think Rico Flores then becomes a priority? We kind of already hit on this. Well, there's lots of reasons to pick lots of schools, Dan. And, yeah. uh, you know, North Carolina, they've recruited at a high level. NC State, they're coming off one of the best pro seasons in program history. So 
there's some thing, there's some exciting things happening at both those programs. Uh, but I think Rico Flores is a guy that might become a priority anyway, alongside Noah Rogers. And he's a guy that Ohio state's recruited for a long time. And, you know, if it works out the way Ohio state wants it to, you get Tate today. Ennis is a, is a guy that you're strongly positioned for. And the same goes for Noah and Rico. And, 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 and so once Tate jumps in, you have two spots, three guys, you know, I, I, I think I feel good about Ennis being one of that. So now you have one spot, two guys. First come, first serve. First the ball's on Ohio State for one and Notre Dame the other, but I always have the – I reserve the right to change my mind. 30 minutes of solid gold. If I go into the next half hour, that will cost us another – I can't even tell you what the salary cap hit is for a guy like Steve, but we appreciate him stopping by. You cannot get better coverage hey, on these dudes. To all you dads out there. Right. Yeah. Was that your gift? They went uh, deep into the coffers for that one. Dad, um, you rock. They chipped it out of the concrete of the parking lot at the school. Nice. Look and at that Indian I education. Got, I got a yellow one there. 1 p.m. today, Carnell Tate will make his call. You will see Steve Wolfong all over these airwaves and CBS Sports. We really appreciate him stopping by. We hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.